You can find it on Amazon or iTunes or stream it on Paramount+. Plus. It's a great show. You should definitely watch it along with us, but you do not have to. Also, we often say some naughty words in this show, so just be prepared. Hello. Hello. Well. Well. Speaking of the big times. Speaking of the big times. Whew. Welcome to Yay Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Yay Dude. My name's Jess. I'm T, and this is our Hey Dude Rewatch podcast. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. You're welcome. Today. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, you got you got any corrections troughs or anything you're bringing oh, to the crap uh, store yeah. today? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. It's an interesting oh. one. So okay. Um, recent episode, which because of where we are with our editing, um, it's gonna feel like a long time ago. We were like, oh, you know what? I should live chat GPT this. And then we forgot what I was going to chat GPT. Mm-hmm. And now I remembered and have promptly forgotten again right at this moment. <laughs> what was it? Let me see if I can get to it. Okay. Okay. It Here we go. Curious of what? Maybe we can live ask chat GPT for a name for the segment. <gasps> That's it. I was going to live ask ChatGPT for a name for the segment where I talk to ChatGPT. <laughs> oh. Okay. Hi there. I always like to greet it and say hello. Hi there. That's good. What should we call our segment where I chat with you about Hey Dude? See if that works. Eat. I like that. Yeah. Seems like a good prompt. Okay. How about calling your Hey Dude segment Dude Discussions? Blah, blah, blah. No, I want it to specifically talk about ChatGPT. Specifically make mention of the fact that I am chatting with ChatGPT in this segment. Get it right. How about naming your Hey Dude segment, Chatting with ChatGPT, Dude Edition? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Um, so that's my correction. Can you say make it more quippy? Yeah, yeah. Did I spell quippy right? It's like Like two P's? Quippy. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) How about GPT and Dude chatting through the Dude Ranch? (laughs) How about. Hey, GPT. Uh, Or hey, AI. (laughs) Okay, wait, 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 wait. (laughs) How about yay, I? (laughs) Jess, you should get a job as a robot. That's so good. Thank you. Okay, so corrections trough is that (laughs) Jess is the new chat GPT. Your chat GPT 5.0. It's chat just BT. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Yay. I. 
<laughs> it doesn't roll off the tongue very well, yay, but I'm not too bad. Yay, I chatting with chat GPT dude edition. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So that was my one correction. It wasn't really a correction. It was just following up with something we said we were going to do, and then we didn't. Do you have any corrections? Uh, no. I am practically perfect in every way. Correct. You want to talk about this week's episode? I would love to. Do you want to tell me the synopsis? Yeah. This one was aired on the 19th of October, 1990. It's called Lost in the Desert. Brad and Kyle are assigned to spend the night in the desert looking after the young buckaroos. Brad insists she's the boss, but she but can she handle the responsibility? Oh, excuse me. Responsibility. <laughs> it says responsibility. Well, it's my piece of paper. Oh, I know why you and- wrote that because you were thinking about the shirts that she was wearing. <laughs> was she wearing her um, uh, diamond diamond nips uh, shirts? <laughs> yes, diamond nips. This one wasn't like bloody at least like it didn't look like she was shot in their boobs but still like accentuating just her nipples oh response (laughs) and that's a very good misrating i don't want kelly brown to feel uncomfortable i think it's fine she didn't pick the clothes no, she would have done so much better. <laughs> she would have done way better. She would have known that this is not a good look. <gasps> no. I feel badly for the girls. First of all, in this episode, it's like the 14th time that Christine Taylor's worn that cactus shirt. I love that cactus I, shirt. I want one so bad. It is so good. Yeah. I love it. But I do feel for them. That they had these wardrobe restrictions that made them mm-hmm. look probably dowdy, dowdier than they would like to as teen girls. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, especially both being pretty fashion conscious people, I think. Mm-hmm. Especially Miss Kelly Brown. Yep. This one was written by Judy Spencer, who this is her only episode in season four. Mm-hmm. The last time we saw her was in saw her writing. Performed by actors (laughs) (laughs) was in Melody's brother. Oh, yeah. Uh, She's also responsible for Our Little Champion and Goldilocks and I think like 10 episodes total. She did kind of a lot, but I I couldn't place which ones were hers. I think she's kind of hit or miss, but I really Mm -hmm. did like Our Little Champion was really fun it was very fast-paced but it was super fun to talk about and Mm -hmm. goldilocks was also one of our favorites to talk about well it was the very first one Mm -hmm. i don't know if liking talking about it necessarily means it's like high highest quality i mean we're not Mm -hmm. talking we're not talking a yostian here but yeah she does give us some some fun fun stuff to chat about Mm -hmm. (laughs) there were some lines in this one that made me lol Oh, I'll be curious to hear which ones. Mm-hmm. Wanted to give a little shout out to all of the, the kid actors. Oh, my um, gosh. A ton of them. Jason Allen, Katie Hansen, Trey Conrath, Katie Parker, mm. Bia Williams, and Pam Wolf and Casey Yasmer. Oh, 
If any of you are listening, please send us an email at yaydudecast at gmail.com. We'd love to talk to you about your experience. Oh, my gosh. You were all so cute. Oh, my goodness. You guys were so adorable. And rambunctious. Mm -hmm. You did a great job playing rascals. Rascally little s'more-eating monsters. Mm. Now, Teresa, Mm -hmm. do you... What's your your opinion about s'mores? Oh. Oh, I always think I want to eat a lot of them. And then I eat one, and then it, it was a lot. But I do love marshmallows. I love marshmallows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like trying to roast them correctly and then promptly accidentally getting it in the fire and lighting it on oh, fire. And it's having the best. It. it is the best. Um, how about you? Two graham crackers are too crumbly Mm. for the interior like it just Mm -hmm. and i have a small threshold for uh for disappointing snacks (laughs) (laughs) i i think the ratio of the different pieces of a s'more are problematic i think Mm -hmm. chocolate is generally too thick it doesn't melt at the proper rate. And I know people do yeah. where they like put it on the thing and they melt it and all that. But that seems like a lot of work. And yeah, I'm the one who lights my marshmallow on fire. So that's yeah. how much time I have for it. Can I tell you what I did with a friend one time when we were camping? What? She brought Samoas. Mm. The Those Girl Scout the, cookie? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They're the ones with the coconut. And the caramel mm-hmm. and the chocolate and they're the very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just put a marshmallow on top of that. See, that's that that rocks. That's yeah. very good. That was the, that was the best s'more experience I've ever had. See, that makes sense. That's that. Yeah. Now you're talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You ever put a marshmallow in the microwave? Never. I have not. Oh, you got Is, to. Does it explode? It gets so. So big. Like how big? It doesn't explode. Like. Um, Teresa's currently holding (laughs) up hands that are bigger than her head. Yes. What? It's super fun to watch. They just keep going. And then when you turn it off, it deflates. What? Yeah. I know. I keep waiting for it to explode, but it just expands, expands, expands. And then it stops and goes back smaller. Well, I'll be. Yeah. Marshmallows. Mm-hmm. Nature's miracle. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> anyway, speaking um, of nature's miracles. Want to talk about the episode? Yeah. Cold open on Jake and Danny doing a Three Stooges routine. Yeah. What What do you think about Three Stooges? Terrible. Yeah, I they're not. Just- Anybody even think that's funny anymore? Humor has evolved over the years. Yeah. Like recently it's evolved. I mean, clearly, clearly in 1990, people still thought it was funny. Well, Jake Judy and- Spencer thought it that people thought it was funny. Judy Spencer thought that doofy boys thought it was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Did um, they though? But did they? No. If you are a youngster, 
Three Stooges is some pretty like lowbrow, just like humor where they poke each other in the eyes and trip themselves. Yeah. It's not good. No. Yeah, humor, humor just ain't ain't like that anymore. It's not. It has really evolved. And honestly, I can see it evolve on this show. I think it gets mm-hmm. more subtle. Jake really added to it for sure. Mm-hmm. So the boys are all yucking it up. And so is Melody. And then Brad is like, uh, guys, this is distasteful. <laughs> <laughs> I love Brad. And one of the boys accuse, says, normal girls don't like the Three Stooges, um, implying that Melody is a weirdo. Oh, I see. You're right. I didn't really pick up on that. But you're right. Melody is a weirdo. Mm-hmm. But they they think that it's okay that she likes them because she's got brothers, so she gets it. She gets it. She could this whole episode. She could really hang with the boys. Mm-hmm. She's a goofer, a, go, a a prankster, and a goof. Of course, she yeah. likes the Three Stooges. And then Buddy comes up and he like falls on his face, and then they pick him up by his ankles, and they're like, oh, and then it's I- the credits. I did not like that part. No, it's mean. So then, after the credits, Brad and Melody are at the check-in counter, and I guess basically Brad is just just bothering Melody while she tries to do her job. But she's saying, I think everything's funny. Tell me a joke. I'm going to laugh. Yeah, she, like, demands this of a customer. (laughs) (laughs) Um. But she's really having a panic attack of uh, being like, I'm not funny. People don't think I'm funny. Or, and, and that's kind of the crux of the. Yeah. Yeah. Funny and or fun in general. Yeah. I, Brad is very self-conscious about being. We've talked about her being afraid that she comes off as snobby. She's afraid that she is not relatable to (laughs) the average teen or Mm -hmm. kid or anyone. And this stuff really gets to her. Yeah, I I get that. But she's having a tough time. She doesn't like this. She's not like this. And she certainly doesn't like it when Lucy comes up and is like, guess what? Kyle's going with you on the young buckaroos trip. Her first young buckaroos overnight. Mm Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. How many kids are on this trip? How many do we count? Let's count. Two, four, six, seven are on my list of actors. That one that's jumping on the couch with the red hat. She's a little B. I don't want to say that. (laughs) (laughs) They're so cute. Look at them. (laughs) Yeah, the kids are having a rambunctious time behind Brad and Lucy's back. Literally. uh, like literally, and then when they turn around, fine. Lucy reframes it a little bit though, and she's like, "All right, Kyle can be your assistant," mm-hmm. and that'll be fine. Have we decided that Lucy likes Brad now? I think that they seem copacetic. Yeah, I feel like there were times in their relationship where. Lucy also didn't feel like she could relate to Brad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think there was an episode with Kimberly Carroll where they 
Lucy gave Brad oh. some really good advice. And I wonder now mm-hmm. if she just seems like maybe she knows how to read Brad a little bit better. Yeah. I think that's true. Yeah. Then Buddy enters the scene from the top of the stairs and falls down them. But he's wearing football pads. So he's okay. Sam Sam could not with this. He was just like, why is he why can't he stop falling down? What what's wrong with him? Has that ever so he we we discover he's given up on sleep. He's very sleep deprived. Is falling down a symptom of sleep deprivation? Um look, I'm gonna tell you, I did not sleep well last night at all. Uh-huh. Very little sleep. I haven't fallen down yet today. Well, okay. I slept plenty last night and I did fall down today. <laughs> but I also just have low body awareness. <laughs> yeah, ChatGPT says this is legit. Frequent falling or clumsiness can be a symptom of sleep deprivation. You know what? It leads to increased risks of accidents, including trips and falls. Well, yeah, this is this is very factual. Mm-hmm. What's happening to Buddy here? This yeah. very slow motion n- n- falling, deliberate and- fall. <laughs> yes, very realistic. And all the padding that he's wearing, uh, like a um, wrestling helmet and football pads and some other doofy looking stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, now that story's over for a while, and we're back to Brad and Lucy. (laughs) I thought this one was interesting that, like, the A plot, B plot were not intermixed very much. It was like, here's 15 minutes of A plot, and now here's five minutes of B plot. Yeah. End of episode. Yeah. (laughs) They did intersect nicely. They did. I liked that part. But I felt like I forgot about the other teens until mm-hmm. the episode was almost over. And yeah. then I, I liked the B-plot. I thought the B-plot was very fun. Mm-hmm. Me too. But I, I forgot it existed for a good chunk of this. Yeah, well, I mean, it is high drama once Brad and Kyle take these kids out. Uh, they do not take the kids out in a, like, murdery mob way. Um, <laughs> They're not any good. (laughs) It's just nonstop arguing. (laughs) About some really inane things. Like, okay, what line, how to line up? I think the point that's coming across here is like, hey, Kyle is actually not an idiot at this. And Mm -hmm. you're kind of blind to the fact that he might know some stuff about doing this because you're so mad that he's there. And you want to be in charge so much that, I mean, come on. <laughs> but, you know, he's right. Like, you should have the horses fit the kids before they get on the horses. Right? Yeah. I think that, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but she's very, reminds him, Brad's the boss, Brad's the boss. hmm So she's going to put them on the horses al- alphabetically. Yeah. Which is a move. It's a way to do it, for sure. And we get a a quick glimpse of the 
of everybody riding on the trail at sunset just like we did. I know. It's really hard to watch oh. this show now and not be like, oh, I was there. Hey, I was yeah. there. And tell everybody in the room who already mm-hmm. knows, yeah, we get it. You were there. But come on. We were there. We were freaking there. Unbelievable. Mm. They they get to the campsite and everybody's uh, making marshmallows. And then there's a big old argument about toothbrushing and s'mores all right i want your take on this yeah okay so hey this is awesome i like being a kid getting to go with teens on an overnight out Mm -hmm. in the desert that you rode your horse to get there seems like a big responsibility for these two teenagers who are not senior staff true regardless That's an awesome little adventure for these kiddos. But do you think with that level of, hey, I'm I'm handing over my child to you to take into the desert and you're 17 years old, would you have an expectation that that teenager limited the number of s'mores they ate and had them brush their teeth? Or would you be like, no, this is all for fun. Don't, Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, I think that it would be the latter for me. Don't worry about the teeth. Like, yeah, you're you you teens are in charge. I doubt that anything uh could yeah, could come like, of this. It's just gonna be for fun. Right. There's not all rules are off. I think that's what I would think as well. I'm I'm having a hard time imagining a world in which I do this, like allow this without any grown up there. Mm-hmm. But in theory, I would be like, yeah, go have fun. This is, that's fine. You don't have to brush your teeth in the desert. Yeah. Brad yeah. does not feel that way, obviously. No, it's very important to her. Once more, and her teeth are basically going to fall out. Pretty much. And then. Um, oh, poor Brad. She takes one of the kids off to the loo, which is just near a cactus. And, um. With pink toilet paper. Oh, I did not clock the pink toilet paper. I think it was pink. Huh. And the kids are complaining about her. And she comes back to overhear one of the kids saying, we'd have a great time if we could just get rid of Brad. This kid was saying it to Kyle. One, it's it's been very clear that Kyle is more fun. They mm-hmm. all want to line up with Kyle. Kyle's the one saying, let him have as many s'mores as they want. They don't mm-hmm. have to brush their teeth. Everybody's super bummed out at the idea of being with Brad. Yeah. But she's not aware that it's that significant until she hears it while she's coming back from the potty break with this other one. No, and her little face drop. It really sucks to not be the fun adult. Um, I bet. Yeah. Yeah, I've never had to, I mean, yeah, that's being, I get to be cool auntie all the time. Yeah. 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 Sometimes I'm just like, And we both go through it. Kids go through phases where they prefer one parent over the other and then they switch. But I don't know. It sucks. I don't want to be a bummer. 
but I also have to do certain things by law. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, Like, you have to get a certain level of medical care. I do need to make sure that you've met certain hygienic standards, be (laughs) them low. Yeah, sometimes I am going to say you have to take a bath and brush your teeth. Yeah. This doesn't mean I'm terrible. No. I think for the most part, my child understands it. But, you know, when somebody else is being extra fun, then that sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it stinks. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty honest with Sam, though, about a lot of stuff that I make him do that he doesn't want to do. I'm generally very honest with him about why. And oftentimes my rationale and I explain it to him and he's like, okay, I guess is because other parents will judge me and think I'm a bad mom. That's it, man. Like that's (laughs) literally it. I don't want your friend's parents to see me and think, I can't believe she doesn't make him wear a coat. So wear the coat please. And take it off as soon as you're out of my sight, but you have to bring a coat. And that is the only that's so the only reason. Glad for your candor candor. Candor. Your candor. And um that he is so accepting. Yeah. That's a sweetness. It is a sweetness, and I think like he can buy that one. When I'm trying to like, well, you know, you catch a cold or whatever kind of dumb things people try to say, like he'll be like Really? Ask Alexa. (laughs) You know? Oh, that's funny. (laughs) I have to, that's, and it's truly the reason when I get down to the crux of it, that's, that's the reason, right? Is the, yeah, needing for, to, to be accepted by the pack. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I can come up with for combing his hair. Mm. At a certain degree, it's like, well, if you let it get too matted, it will start to hurt your scalp. But like yeah. on the day to day, it's like, because you look like a ragamuffin and I don't want other people to judge me. Yeah. And that's the other reality is that, and I think this is probably true for Brad too. Like it falls on the woman. Mm. Like that's who yeah. people blame yeah. for things. Nobody's going to blame the, your your husband for or Kyle, for that matter. If the kids come yeah. back and they get cavities from this, it'd be yeah. blamed on Brad. Stupid. Yeah. You get the gist here. Yeah. Brad. Brad's bummed out. He's bummed. You ready for the boys' bunk? I am. This mystery bunk. <sighs> Which is a mess. And if uh, there were an adult around, they would say... Bunk's a mess. Your bunk's a mess, and there is still one open spot because Red Short's butt scratcher never returned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know who's going to fill that empty spot I am so soon. excited. It's the next episode. I know. I know. Sam keeps asking every time we watch the show, when's Ted coming back? When's Ted coming back? Oh. So it was fun to get to say next week. Guess what else? What else? Today was the hundreds day. In kindergarten, it was the hundredth day of school. Aw, and they got little hats and certificates. That was never a thing in my childhood. For real, I don't think so. Hundredth day is like a universal joy of childhood. I'm so sorry for you. Did you want to do hundredth day with me one day? Yeah, could we? Yeah, it's 
you count a hundred of something. They didn't do that, but you bring, we did where like you bring a little baggie of 100 things to school, like 100 paper clips or 100 Skittles or 100 buttons. I will give you a hundred buttons for your hundredth birthday. Really? Hmm? I love that. Cool. Don't let me forget. I might. I might. I'll give you a hundred beads. Ooh, I like that. Not bees. I don't want that. Not beans. Or beans. Beans no. are better than bees, but I like beads. How much better than bees are beans? What kind of bean? Green bean? Green bean, pretty good. No, we're talking a variety of different kinds of dried beans. Dried beans? Yeah, you would have to, like, rehydrate them in order to even eat them. But but they feel really nice to put your hands in. I might have to give this one to the bees. (laughs) They're pretty important. I don't want them around me, but, like... I get it. (laughs) You get why bees. I get why bees. All right. Should we get back to it? (laughs) Yeah. That part probably won't go in the pod. I mean, if it's good, it's good. If it's it's good, it's great. (laughs) So we find ourselves in the boys bunk. What do you do? (laughs) What do you do? Um, The alarms are all going off. Yeah, but he has these, like, Flava Flav-style alarm clocks all over his bed. hmm And Jake and Danny are like, oh, you know, the fourth bunk is probably Kyle's bunk, though. No, I don't think that's what I was going to say. I don't think Wait, where does is. Kyle sleep? That's what I was going to ask you. Where does Kyle sleep? I can almost guarantee you that this bunk is going to go to our friend Ted McGriff. Yeah. So where's Kyle sleep? So, options. He Mm -hmm. could sleep with the horses. I mean, he is always talking about his rodeo times, Mm -hmm. and he seems pretty nostalgic. Mm -hmm. So, he might sleep in the stalls with the horses. Presumably, there are other adult staff members. We know there's a chef Mm -hmm. who mans the barbecue. He could sleep with that guy. At least a couple of ranch hands. Oh, yeah, the guy with the chops and the mustache. Uh Uh-huh. See, that makes sense. That he sleeps with those guys? Yeah, I mean, he's kind of a cowboy. He could stay with Lucy. Oh, yeah, she is like his mom. Yeah. He probably stays with Lucy. I bet you're right. I bet he stays with Lucy. She's probably living in that nice little house that's between set and camp. (sighs) Camp. uh, Set and uh, cemetery. Yeah. That, That tracks. Yeah. Buddy's only allowing himself 15 minutes of sleep. Does that cute? Does that prevent the nightmares? I feel like night terrors usually happen within the first 45 minutes. He we should we say did he admit he admits here he watched Nightmare on Elm Street and that's why he's afraid to sleep very long. Yeah, he that's why he's afraid of pod people. I have never seen the movie. Are there pod people in it? From what I understand Nightmare on Elm Street is Freddy. Yes. Kruger? Yes. Oh, he's Freddy Kroger. The- he's the one who owns the grocery store. <laughs> the one with the nails who owns the grocery store? <laughs> yes. In the first 
ones, he has the nails. And then later, I think he has the face. Oh, that's the same guy? Well, he's like the, like the scarred up looking face. Yeah, I think it's the same guy with the striped shirt. Yeah, he's the striped shirt. There's, I don't. There's three guys. There's Jason. I, I literally had this conversation right before our Zoom. There's Jay with Brandon because he knows him. Jason, who is from Friday the 13th. Michael Myers, who's from Halloween. And then Freddy Krueger, who is from Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't think I've seen any of any of those franchises. Me either. Me either. Far as I know, he's afraid of pod people because of the pod people movie, which is not at all Nightmare on Elm Street. Did, am I making up the Nightmare on Elm Street part? Yeah, no, that's also true. Oh, okay. So he watched more than one scary movie. Evidently. Okay. This part got a little hard for me to follow because my spouse kept talking about different scary movies. And the ones that he was afraid of versus not. And I enjoyed that conversation. It just distracted me a little bit from Buddy's conversation. Yeah. Boy, I almost just called Bobby. Weird. Okay. Well, huh. it's not going so hot for Bobby. <laughs> He's having a tough Which time. Is a Buddy's evil pod person. And then we get back to the desert. Mm-hmm. I don't think any, any, no, no part of that buddy thing has resolved itself yet. No. So we're back to the desert where Brad wants to be cool and fun and she's trying to be um, the best young buckaroo leader. So when the kids are like, let's play hide and seek, she's like, yeah. Even though Kyle, who should have more forcefully said no. Uh, yeah. Like, he, like, if she's, if you're, co-host is being an idiot Mm -hmm. it's and you see them being an idiot that's going to get themselves and their team into trouble don't let it happen don't let it happen so then this is the part that made me laugh out loud when (laughs) she's they're like can we play hide and go seek and she's like yeah yeah let's do it in the middle of the night at the desert and then this little girl says, can we play it like mommy and daddy play it with us? And she said, yeah, of course. And then they say, get the rope. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know this little girl's parents. Yeah. Do the. Uh, yep. It is a bizarro situation. And then they start tying up Brad and Kyle. Mm hmm. This was the most frustrating part of the episode for me. Yeah. You could have very easily gotten out of that rope. Pretty excruciating to watch them. I kept thinking, and I'm sorry, Jeffrey Coy. I'm sorry. I kept thinking how much better it would be with Ted. I know. I thought the same thing. And I, I feel don't... badly about that because he is so cute. Mm-hmm. Like, who wouldn't want to be tied up to this guy? But Yes. The chemistry just is not the same. It's not. Not even at all. It would have been so much more fun with Ted. Mm-hmm. I couldn't stop thinking about the um, Lester the Alien episode where they were tied to each other trying to get around to protect themselves. And then where they were digging the hole together, fell in the hole or whatever. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh, smooch already. And I didn't have any of those feelings toward these two. No. And, you know, I, the... 
all the children disappeared. <laughs> I know. They're, so they're back to back, right? Yeah. And Kyle keeps like carrying Brad around and it's just, it lasts forever. It lasts for a really long time. And the kids immediately just took off on their horses. Didn't need a boost up onto the saddle or anything. They're just Mm-mm. gone like the wind. Yet at the same time, they also somehow took all the snacks. Took all of the snacks. Yeah, the timing didn't work out on this one so well. I guess. Yeah. As we say, suspend disbelief. They, mm-hmm. I, I don't personally believe they could have grabbed all of the snacks and hoisted their little three and a half foot bodies, four foot tall bodies up onto these horses without Brad and Kyle. But you know what? They did. They did. And they're gone. I would like to ask you a question. Okay. This horse, this this beautiful <sighs> spotted horse is unnamed. Uh-huh. And I, oh, maybe we should yay I it. Yay I What it. is this horse's name? Okay. But also I would like to know your, your vote. Okay. One thing I really liked about that moment when this horse is in the forefront of the and having the camera's lights shined on it. So it is very much the focal point of the sh- camera shot. <laughs> as soon as it came on, Brandon said, oh my gosh, that's a beautiful horse. It is. I love this horse. I objectively beautiful horse for for my husband to even use that language. Um, <laughs> okay. So I'm going to ask ChatGPT exactly that. What would... You name an objectively beautiful spotted horse. Mm-hmm. Great. Do I need any more qualifiers? Just do I have to say in 1990? Yeah. Okay. On All a right. dude ranch. <laughs> oh, I already hit enter. Okay. If you're looking for a name for a beautiful spotted horse in 1990, <laughs> you might consider classic and timeless names like Dapple Dream. That is timeless and classic as fuck. (laughs) Starlight Splendor. Mm, Oh, that's good. Or Majestic Mirage. I vote for Starlight Splendor. Yes. That's really beautiful. And yeah, those, those spots are like stars on this beautiful creature. That's true. Or me personally, I would probably go with something more like Donathan is what pops out to me. It's like Jonathan, oh. but Dawn. Uh huh. It's Donathan. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Okay. How about you? Nope. That's too difficult a question. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. Your question, I will remind you. No, it was the question was made for asking, not for answering. In- oh. <laughs> well, henceforth, Donathan. Mm-hmm. I like it. You're really good at naming horse. Thanks. So I do think there was somebody on Survivor named Donathan. Hmm. So, but then like 15 minutes later, they're still trying to get out of these ropes that very clearly the actors are trying to, to stay in because yeah, they're holding their arms very specifically. So the ropes don't fall down. Yes. Uh, yeah. And as the horse looks on with judgment, it's a very judgmental horse. Super judgmental horse. Jonathan. Why so judgy? Besides the fact that they're dum-dums. 
Jonathan. So Melody has arrived at the boys' bunk, uh, aroused from her slumber by the alarm clock cacophony. <laughs> uh, you're welcome for that exposition. <laughs> I love that word. <laughs> and they're telling horror stories to each other, like the the ones that you used to hear at slumber parties. The ones that I hated. Hated. They're different from the ones that they were telling that time when Ted brought out his <laughs> uncle's hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did feel a little bit like Judy Spencer just like went into the archives of Ted episodes and pulled out some plot points for this one. Yeah. Yeah. Jake's story is about a brain flying around and jumping on faces, though. I like that. I thought your son probably would have appreciated that one. Terrifying, right? Yeah. 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 He likes Jake. I think things that Jake says will always amuse him. Oh, good. They agree that the best horror movie is Aliens, and I think they're probably right. I was... my, My question to Brandon on this one was, do you really judge a horror movie based on the gross out factor of the monster? Because that kept coming up like, oh, Mm. let's rate it based on the gross out factor. Yeah, the gremlins could not possibly be horror because they're too cute. They're too cute and it's a Christmas movie. Well. Anyway, Buddy finally goes back to bed. I guess he's had enough. Yeah. He's very sleepy. And then we go back to Brad, and she's rightfully freaking out. Yeah. She's she's concerned. And Kyle is being pretty cool about this. I think somewhere in the middle of these two reactions is appropriate. Yeah. I like, I like that he's thinking logically about where the kids probably are currently. But I think he needs a little more, like, pep in his step on this one. It's the middle of the yeah. night in the desert. Yeah, he's being pretty jokey. But thankfully, Donathan's there. Oh, Where's Kyle's horse? Huh. He takes Donathan by the bridle and walks in front of him while Brad rides on the back. But presumably, he had a horse to get out there as well. Yeah, did one of the kids, like, stand on the back of two horses? (laughs) Like, one of those kids had a very snazzy vest. That made me pretty convinced that he was a legit young buckaroo, you know? Mm-hmm. He could have some tricks. I am so glad that young buckaroos stuck around. Oh, seriously. That was a great program. <laughs> it's probably my favorite recurring <laughs> thing. Yeah. Good job, Mr. Ernst. Like, that was a good call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad that the program's still around. Even though Buddy aged out. Yeah. She gets back on the horse, and then he walks in front of her back toward the north, which she finally admits, you know what, Kyle, I don't need to be the boss. I need your help here. Which way is north? Yeah. I don't have a compass. Yeah. Probably because Ted stole it a long time ago. hmm That's a fact. Mm-hmm. That's canon. That is canon. I think that is what that is. Mm-hmm. Then we get back to the bunk where... Jake has sent Danny out to look for chips under the porch. 
And it tries to convince Melody that he is a pod person. Then they get into a real tiff, the three of them, about uh, who, in fact, is the pod person. Who do you think is the pod person? Melody. Me too. She likes the three stooges. I mean, come on. That's, That's not... If you're a pod person, it's a really good cover to be yeah. as freaking adorable mm-hmm. as Christine Taylor. Like nobody's yeah. going to call you a pod person. Like and everybody's going to call Jake a pod person exactly. He's so just off the wall goof em ups. Um but like you kind of have to be human to be that. Mm-hmm. That kind of off the wall. Right. It's totally Melody. She is the pod person. Yeah. And they start freaking out at each other. They've gotten in their own heads and they, this part's really cute and funny. Like, stop Mm -hmm. staring at me. I can feel you're staring at me. And they all just feel really uncomfortable around each other until they, their concentration on that little dumb dumbness is broken (laughs) by the fact that they see Kyle and Brad approaching. Yeah. Right. Do they see Kyle and Brad or do they see the kids? They see the kids that Kyle and Brad are supposed to be watching. Right. Okay. <laughs> also, I just really love all of these little clips that I'm going to post about all of, about them being pod people because this is a podcast and it just <gasps> makes me giggle. They are pod people, <laughs> especially Christine. She's literally a pod person. Mm-hmm. Brad and Kyle are fighting in the desert. With Donathan. With Donathan, they're looking so majestically in the background. (laughs) Then a Jeep pulls up, right? Yeah, after Kyle kind of lays into her about how she went too far with making them eat vegetables and sing camp songs. Yeah. Yeah. And she admits she's a little strict and that it's frustrating, though, that he's too busy being Mr. Fun Guy. (laughs) I love their Jeep. (laughs) it's pretty much a golf cart it's so good i want that jeep yeah it's got some very nice big wheels on the back Uh, i don't know about the front it's like got a lantern on the hood (laughs) yeah but danny danny jake and melody show up in yeah we rode in a pretty bitchin' golf cart out to the ranch with Lori. It's true. Yep. I am not not convinced that it's not the same one. I don't... No, no ours no, had no, a single our, level. Yeah, our, yeah, this one is like double-decker. <laughs> and a roll bar. It's a roll bar. Ours definitely did not have a roll bar. <laughs> it is... <laughs> Where do they get this? They rescue Brad and Kyle and explain that the kids got back safe. Yeah. Then it's the next day and Brad and Kyle get married. They do. So, but they also, (laughs) Melody, like, lets them know, like, oh, well, yeah, they're all back. Fine. They all made it back to the ranch. And um, one of them ate too many s'mores, so she's in the infirmary and, you know, whatever. Feel like that would have been a red flag for me as a parent if Sam just showed up back at the ranch in the middle of the night by himself. Yeah, I, I may not be happy about that. No, I'm. I would probably 
want to see some discipline for these teens. I'd at least want to discuss it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. But Mr. Ernst isn't even there, so that might be part of the issue. Yeah. But yeah. Then, then, as you said, it's the next day, and they are forced into an arranged marriage, mm-hmm. Kyle and Brad. Yeah. It's perfect. There's a horseshoe, um, and Brad bites Kyle as a kiss. That's pretty much it. They, like, force a bouquet into her hands and a top hat on him and a little veil on her, and then... Jake reads some vows and and it doesn't go great. No, I think it's a very nice way to tease them. It's a lovely way to tease them. And it would be even better if they had any chemistry. Yeah, that would have been key. I really remember them having more chemistry than this. It's super funny to watch on the rewatch because I don't buy it at all. No. No, I did. And I think that says something about just being a kid and thinking like anytime there's a boy and a girl and they're like, oh, gosh, you know, big time. (laughs) (sighs) Time for feelings. Got to be something. Two teenagers. Give me a break. They must be getting married. Like, I think I could pick. That's probably how I read this. But no. I, I, you know what would have made this a great twist? I would have loved, because we know Ted's coming back next episode. <laughs> if this tag had been that Ted walks in on this <gasps> marriage ceremony and this little, like, kiss that's actually a bite, if he saw that and thought it was real. I love that. Right? Oh my gosh, that would have been the best cliffhanger of my young life. I know, and it would have set up the drama that they were trying to put together of this love triangle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would have loved that little lead-in to episode next one. mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, the next one. The Return of Ted. Yeah. Anyway, that's not how it went. (laughs) But my, my favorite part of the episode... When Buddy throws a bag of rice. <laughs> yes, that was my favorite part, too. <laughs> it was very good. Oh, good job, Buddy. I think this I think this tag was probably Gramiost. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And this was a, a Ross Bagwell goof em up kind of wild episode. Lots of action. Action? Action. Jake Decker is such a cool name. I just need to say that one more time. Yeah. Um, how many horseshoes? How many Jake Deckers? How many Jakes? Six and a half? I'm gonna give it six. Yeah, I feel six. Six is what my gut said. It was, yeah, it was fine. It would have been very good with Ted. Yeah. Yeah. I I can't even really put my finger on it because I know we've said like, oh, Kyle's not that great an actor. I don't know what he's doing that's bad like he doesn't seem like he's terrible i just don't feel it yeah he's no paul giamatti that's for sure like if there's one thing (laughs) we know (laughs) about jeffrey coy is that he did not turn into paul giamatti at any point in his life no no all right so we got our horseshoes no trough incidents um I think it's clear that Joe Torres is a pod person. 
You gotta be, right? Like, that has to have been what happened. He got we'll see it was happening the whole time, though, probably. 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 Yeah. No, I think that that's probably the only explanation. No, like, he's not a young buckaroo. He didn't tie anybody up and leave them in the desert and run away. No, he's not like that. No. He so, got snatched. He's a pod person. And and you know what, Joe Torres? If you're a pod person, well, I have a great idea for you. Come on the pod. Come oh, on our, our pod. Yeah. You can go on either pod. You could also go on Hey Dude, the 90s called. I'd be here for that as well. But you're also ex- extremely welcome, Mr. Pod person, to come on our podcast. Yeah. I love you so much. He really is shining, though, in recent episodes. I feel like I would like to hang out with that guy. Whereas in previous seasons, I'm like, is he a teenager? Mm -hmm. But now I'm like, yeah, he's a teenager. This episode, he had such, um, had some real good charm. Mm -hmm. Like his smile was, was on point. Way to go, Joe Torres. Keep smiling. Wherever you are. Be well. Be well. Be safe. Be pod. Bees over beans. (laughs) (laughs) The old saying goes. (laughs) So does that do it for the app? Does it for the episode, I think. Okay, well, I love you. Good night for now. I love you. Bye for now, but also good night for now. Did I tell you I got an old lady bed? Um, you told me that you were gonna. I got. Is I it got so old. good. It's really good. It's. It needs. It's still in its infancy, so it needs mm-hmm. to wear in and get a little softer. But the like putting it up and down like a like old lady in a yeah in a retirement community is pretty slick. So glad. I know. Old lady beds for the win. So, yeah, I'm going to go to bed. Let's go to bed. <laughs> okay. I love you. I love you so much. Bye for now. Bye for now. <laughs> Bye. Bye.